Hello everyone, my name is Chewy, this is the I Love You podcast, and today we're going to be discussing episode 175 of I Love You, and I am joined by Gooby like last time, so you know it's going to be a fun discussion. (laughs) So, episode 175, ugh, I feel like a lot of it was stuff that I had already known, like if you don't know, I write a bunch of like fan fictions, like for myself. Mm-hmm. And weirdly enough, a lot of them do come true sometimes, and like they like manifest in like weird ways in the story. So like all this stuff that happened technically one seventy five, like I knew, like like I knew like the sentiments that were being expressed, and they had existed before. But I feel like to see them like actually in the story, like blatantly, was I was like huh like wait no this is this is fan fiction right like this can't be real um and also to see the shift in the fandom was really nice because i feel like for so long i've just like i play like a role where i just like try to convince people of like really like far-reaching things and so sometimes when it actually comes to fruition and it's like kimchi is being very clear and blatant with what you know, underlying sentiments there are in I Love You. It's, like, very satisfying to me because I'm, like, finally everyone's going to talk about, like, what I've been not shutting the hell up about for, like, years. I was, oh, it was, like, I feel like it was really a turning point, I think. Yes. Which like, I'm you're so like, I'm not crazy. About. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> That's, like, what I tell myself all the time. It, it was so satisfying. I was like, I have been waiting for this moment for years at this point. So like, I was like, this, this is too good to be true. Episode 175. Oh, what did you think? Uh, I was just, I was so satisfied that finally, finally, he really could best, even, even unintentionally. Uh huh. I was just so proud of this moment because I was like, yes. Like, for God's sake, this should have happened sooner, like a long time ago, because this is like something that really needs to be talked about, especially mm-hmm. for it with his own father. Like, oh, it's just it's so good. I really appreciate, you know, his cousin Hanske, because yes. although he might have. Yeah, like, although he might have you know, triggered something and, you know, possibly. That, yeah, <laughs> I love Hanske. Oh, oh my okay. gosh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's so good. Remember when um, Kosuke was drunk and he passed out and um, Hansuke like took care of him and was like, I, I wonder if I would have ended up like that if mm-hmm. my mom didn't leave. Like, oh, Hansuke is so great. And I don't think he gets paid enough for the services he has for Kosuke. Like, Hansuke, I'll pay you. Like, no. thank you for yes. <laughs> literally like saving this man. <laughs> this is like a bad. whole full-time job. No, literally. On the side. Like, it's, it's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I think we mentioned this before we started recording like I just appreciate him so much in mm-hmm. Kosuke's life where he just he pushes him he he yeah. gives him positive reinforcement and I like that he never really like babies him yeah uh, that's it's a like good it's way. what he needs because he's yeah. been babied yeah and I think um I think I, I wouldn't say that Kosuke hasn't been challenged by other people. I think he is often challenged by mm-hmm. other people, I think. But I think the problem with the way they challenge Kosuke is that they make him more defensive. Like, Noel, mm-hmm. especially now, challenges Kosuke. I mean, he literally jumped off, like, a building and was like, fuck you. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, that's not going to 
help Kosuke, you know, like, oh. <laughs> Jing, you could argue challenges Kosuke because she's a real threat. And she's like, you better get your shit together. Otherwise, you're going to get taken down with Yui. But like, it mm-hmm. doesn't help. Like, I feel like, especially I'm thinking about like during the club, mm-hmm. what happened with like Yujing and Hansuke, right? Like Yujing like really pushed Kosuke to like, just like completely like lash out and like his inner turmoil and all of that just like completely came out. And it wasn't constructive in any way. It was probably destructive, if anything, because then he uh, snitched on Noel to Yui the day afterwards about his plans to go to Oxford. But yes. like Hansuke was the one that took care of Kosuke. Like I feel like I feel like Hansuke is one of the few people in Kosuke's life that doesn't make Kosuke so defensive. And I think mm-hmm. a lot of fans sometimes get confused because they see Kosuke like acting defensive around Hansuke because they're he's like oh my god go away like so annoying like blah 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 (laughs) like I think by now especially if you know Kosuke's character you know that like he's not really like being defensive in the same Mm -hmm. way he is around Noel like he's just saying that because he's a Scorpio but like (laughs) it's not like because he actually means it because he clearly cares a lot about Hansuke and he reaches out to Hansuke and he's very quick to forgive Hansuke too like I don't think Mm -hmm. Kosuke is a character that's really quick to forgive sometimes but He's very willingly able to, um, you know, let go of all the stuff that Hansuke does sometimes. Like, remember that body pillow he had of yes. the waifu? That was so <laughs> endearing. Yes. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> in the contrast. Like, he, he just looks, like, when I first saw him for the first time introduced, I was like, he looks just like Coast Gable with eyeliner. I was like who is this man and then it's just <laughs> complete personality contrast like like mm-hmm. you said it's just like a big opposite to himself and I don't know I just love that like you said too they have a really positive relationship mm-hmm. and I like that he's so close with them that he he already is aware like you don't mean that you know you mm-hmm. and I feel like he he gives like a positive reinforcement to him because although he does push him he doesn't do it in a way where like it leads Kosuke to take toxic um decision making which um seems to happen a lot and I don't know what's up with like Kosuke like confessing over the phone constantly because this is like the second (laughs) time you've done that (laughs) and to ran mostly (laughs) oh my gosh I was not expecting that at all though the reveal (laughs) that I mean I felt the tension that the paneling I was like I'm sweating with you at this point because it was stressful to see how you know how much anxiety he felt he was like oh my gosh this is the worst thing that could possibly ever happen to me. And then Rand just drops the bomb on him of like, I love you, son. (laughs) (laughs) The way you said that. (laughs) Like in tears. What? (laughs) Oh, but you're so right. I think Hansuke is like that guiding force in uh, Kosuke's life, which I think he really needs because I don't think he has a lot of that. He's a guiding, loving force. And I think a lot of people get irritated with Kosuke because they're like, you're being ungrateful to Hansuke. But I, you know what? I'll play devil's advocate. I disagree. I think he is very grateful for Hansuke. I just think he doesn't show it. I think people mm-hmm. deserve other people in their lives that unconditionally love them. Because like Noel has that, for example. He has mm-hmm. Nana. Like he treats Nana like crap half the time. He's like, go away, grandma. Yes. <laughs> ignores her <laughs> advice and does things that hurt her. But people mm-hmm. don't get mad at like Noel for doing this because like we understand that there are some relationships in life that are 
like they will unconditionally love you. And I think people deserve that too. I think people deserve to mm -hmm. mess up and continue to mess up and then still be loved mm -hmm. by certain people. I mean, there are obviously lines and boundaries. And I think I'm, I might talk about one that might potentially get crossed, but um, I think Kosuke deserves somebody like Hansuke. And I think, mm -hmm. oh, I'm just, I want to see them in college. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm sure that he appreciates Hasuke a lot. And even though he doesn't say it, I mean, he, he does it in actions because he does invite him to things. He's the first person he might call about something. And they're super, super close. Yeah. You know, and they're always like together most of the time. If he's not with like a coworker of sort or someone that I guess he he needs to be with. Like he chooses to be with him. And I think that just means he just appreciates his presence. And yeah, I feel like. They just have a really good relationship yeah. and I like that he has someone on his side but still is very healthy and yeah. um understands that you know sometimes when you make mistakes I'm gonna tell you straight up that hey that wasn't very kind or hey maybe we should work on that together even if you tell me no I'm still gonna push that maybe you should work on that together mm -hmm. for sure and then so <laughs> I don't know if you wanted to touch on Rand now after okay. <laughs> or if you want to touch on what Kosuke said in particular, just the way he mm. feels about Noel. Okay, I think we can talk about Noel first and then mm -hmm. Rand, because oddly enough, I think Noel is less depressing right now than <laughs> the Rand. Mm. Let's see. Uh okay. So I think a lot of people say things that like, oh, Kosuke is not emotionally intelligent or he's not self-aware or that he's in denial. But I have, I used to say that, those sort of things, but I think like last year or so, I really stopped saying that because I realized that's just, that's just not true. Mm -hmm. um, it may seem like that, especially with the way Kosuke acts and all of that, but I think he really isn't because sometimes he says things like, and it's like so out of pocket and it's like why are you so self-aware all of a sudden like what is happening what <laughs> like did you go to therapy off screen that like we didn't even notice oh my gosh you're so right like it feels like he flips a switch on us yeah <laughs> <laughs> he definitely keeps it interesting mm -hmm. um but i think it's because like we really don't see a lot of his point of view and if we see his point of view the focal point is never on him it's on other characters like Eugene or noel so we never really see that much of him but so I, when we like when he does flip the script it's like where is this coming from like did yes. a ghost just possess you like what is this <laughs> and i'm i'm really thinking about um drunk kosuke uh after mm -hmm. he got the cfo job he basically said the same things he's like i he was like i have no brother and people were really focusing on that line and i was like yes like it's meant to be dramatic i get it but like there he was saying other stuff too that i was like okay but he knows what's happening here like i think people really hyper fixate on the, the like theatrical stuff that kosuke does and i think it's meant to draw your attention and i think sometimes they like misread or fail to even like see that there's like an underlying self-awareness that's like very crippling in Kosuke's character because the reason why he does all of this is because he is self-aware it's not due to a lack of self-awareness like he 
he literally was like he wasn't drunk or anything and he was like yeah noel represents the flaws of my life and like everything that's wrong in it like the embodiment of his character like yeah what <laughs> you would think that like kimchi is saying this like what 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 <laughs> so like kuski is very much self-aware of what happens in his mm-hmm. life and stuff and i think that's something kimchi also tried to show from like baby Kosuke flashbacks because I remember the one where they were in Japan. Um, mm-hmm. Yui was pointing out how like Kosuke is very good at observing and remembering things. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's an interesting sort of trait, I guess, to point out in somebody. And I think that's something that like is really important for when Kosuke has these like random bouts of like self-awareness. Yeah. And he really does have good memory because we get very clear flashbacks of everything that's happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, when I, when I, okay, I'm just going to point out a joke here. When yeah. he was, um, you know, essentially telling everything to Ran unknowingly, it reminded me of that one meme from The Incredibles. It's like, ha, you caught me monologuing. It. That's it actually happened. It. He's like, wait, do you really mean that? He's like, oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> he really was monologuing. I like yes. how Hasuke was being his like therapist. He's like, oh, but why do you feel like that? What about this? Mm-hmm. Blah, blah blah. Like he was, he went, he know, he knew who he, he knew what he was doing, and he's mm-hmm. been to be it like the whole night. He's been asking, and Kosuke was like, can you stop with the questions, please? Yes. <laughs> but now mm-hmm. that like Noel was away, he finally like opened up a little bit more, which was really interesting. Mm-hmm. So, I, yeah, I don't think it's fair to say that Kosuke isn't self-aware or that he's in denial. I think he mm-hmm. is aware of all those things, and that's why he's so haunted and does mm-hmm. awful stuff because he is just—he is very well aware of the impact that Noel's presence and like what that means on his life, right? Like mm-hmm. what Noel represents, and that's why he goes out of his way to sabotage. Noel's future and things like that yeah yeah I felt like part of his monologue here was like you know yes he he is aware of how he feels about Noel and how he feels in his family mm-hmm. and I think one of the big things I noticed that he said was like father trusts me and I think he said like I don't know if I can handle breaking his trust which I'm like I don't know if Rand's ever like physically like vocally told him like something very traumatic to him where he's like if I break his trust everything's over yeah I don't think that's ever been you know told to him I feel like that's just all Yui just oh yeah things in his brain where he thinks like if I don't act a certain way he's not gonna he doesn't say like a he loves me kind of thing he's like he's not gonna trust me he's not gonna find me dependable like he acts like he needs to be seen as an adult even as a kid up to now he has to be seen as this figure that could mm-hmm. work in a corporation with them not in a yeah I'm son kind of thing which is really really upsetting I don't um, yeah <laughs> <laughs> I think that's his way of trying to get Rand's love I think he's like oh if I become trustworthy and all of that then um Rand will love me and he conflates a lot of like really problematic things together he thinks that like when you like trust and you know like sacrificing yourself basically that's like what love is and like this is fine like you know you just completely devote yourself and entirely to another person and they like barely glance at you but that's love like that's what Mm -hmm. it is Mm -hmm. like I, I just don't think he really has a good idea of what unconditional 
parental love is. Yeah. I'm thinking about like when, um, like when, uh, right before he had his CFO interview, he went to Rand and he really looked like a child in that scene looking for his father's validation. He's like, hi father, I'm here. Like there's this really important interview I'm going to like, and Rand didn't even look at him. Rand, like Rand's back was facing Kosuke. And mm-hmm. even then, Kosuke was like, oh, my God, I'm in the same room as father. Like, I'm like, sir, he's not even looking at you. Like, I know. <laughs> it's so sad, though, because he doesn't even say, like, it's not a father relationship at that point. That's yeah. just like a, a distant figure. That's an idol at that point. Yeah. It's like, that's is that really a father figure to him? Like, in his mm-hmm. eyes, that's really disappointing, though, because... I would hate for like my own kids to feel like they couldn't go to like to their father and tell them like, Hey, I did a really great job today. And he's just like, who are you? And then (laughs) walks away. (laughs) Because that's what it feels like with Rand. Like, do you really know your son? Like, do you know who he is? Yes. When Rand in this episode asked, is this how you felt this whole time? Like I wanted to smack him. I like wanted to smack my phone. I was like, you dumb (laughs) sir. We have been knowing this from day one that this is how Kosuke has felt. But it has taken you 24 years and Hansuke and his like godly actions for you to like see that your son has like been through some shit. Like, what? Yeah. I was like, sir, (laughs) excuse me. Like, I don't know what goes on in your head where you're like, man, I brought like a, a child into our life that technically isn't, you know, my wife's at that time. You know, he's like, a, mm-hmm. yeah, this isn't going to cause any repercussions to my other son. Like, yeah. it, it doesn't come across in his head at all. I'm not even that sure. That makes me so angry, too, because I think Rand knows Noel well. And that's why partly why he gave Noel the letter and all of that. And they have like this really interesting relationship. But the relationship between Rand and Kosuke is so different. Like Rand, mm-hmm. I feel like has focused his whole life on either his work, Nessa or Noel. And so yes. like Kosuke has just never been a part of that if for Rand. Mm-hmm. And it took him 24 years to realize that this guy that you'd, you've never really even looked at in the eyes is like suffering. And mm-hmm. like want, just wants, just wants, you to say that you love him like that's literally it that's like the bare Mm -hmm. bare minimum for you as a parent like he isn't even asking Rand for anything Mm -hmm. it's it's just it's so concerning like I know (laughs) Uh, and I feel like a lot of it too I don't know if he was just never able to really build a relationship because of the different women in his life like Nessa seems like she was just so much more open and Mm -hmm. you know I don't know. He, he seemed so much more affectionate and I don't know. It's just like their dynamic, her personality. Mm-hmm. He felt more comfortable to do that, mm-hmm. but it's still really disappointing that he couldn't do that with Kosuke, his first son, yeah. where like with Yui also too, she kind of makes them antagonize each other because mm-hmm. she makes him look like a monster. And then Rand's like, well, you make me look like a monster. I guess I'll look, act like a monster. Yeah. I, won't, I won't connect with him. I won't be a father figure to him. And yeah. I really wonder if Yui was in that room when he made that phone, like when he answered that phone call from Kosuke, mm-hmm. like, was he there for him to be able to like tell Kosuke how he felt about him? Like, I love you, son. Like, cause I don't think he would have said that if she was nearby. Yeah. I don't think she, yeah, he would have for sure. 
and a lot of this definitely comes down to Yui and like the way like she just she's like Kosuke is mine like he's literally me like (laughs) it's so like screwed up but I think also like it's just so it's just so frustrating too because like I don't care how Kosuke would have turned out like I'm sorry like at this point Kosuke could have been a completely different person but like it's Rant's job to still reach out Mm -hmm. yes and for like 24 years you can't tell me that there wasn't a time in 24 years even a moment where you could have told your son that you loved him like what Mm -hmm. You can't tell me that Yui was there all the time. Yeah, like, you can't tell me she was just shadowing him, towering over him constantly when he's with his son. Like, and I also find that Rand didn't try hard enough for Kosuke either. Like, he, Mm -mm. like, as a parent, you would advocate for your kid. Like, if this woman is not letting you be around your kid the way you want to be, if you Mm -hmm. cared enough, you'd be like, I want to be with my son the way I want to be with my son. Like, and that's, I think that's part of the tragedy, too, is that Mm -hmm. Rand just does not care enough about Kosuke to do that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something Kosuke is going to have to realize at some point um, because, like, a lot of it is on Yui. I'm not letting that woman get off the yeah. hook. I think she no. definitely <laughs> did the most damage to Kosuke and all of that. But I think a, a big part of this episode, too, was showing that, you know what? It's also on Rand because Rand was is Kosuke's father. And, like, Rand did not try enough, hard enough for his son. And I think that's part of the tragedy because Rand didn't try enough, Kosuke's mm-hmm. entire life got screwed over because mm-hmm. Rand could have been one of the few people to save Kosuke, and he mm-hmm. didn't, because partly because he didn't even notice that his son was suffering this whole time. Yes. I think he actually didn't notice. I think Rand does notice like when Noel suffers, but just chooses not to say anything, which is also unacceptable, but at least he's changing a little bit for Noel right now, which is nice mm-hmm. to see. But with Kosuke, I think he genuinely just did not see. Yeah. Which is shocking because in I Love You, I think most of the time characters do know what's going on. They just choose to ignore it for their own reasons. Mm-hmm. So for Rand to really not understand is, yeah, I think that's part of what makes it so mm-hmm. abhorrent. Like what? Yeah. I don't know if he just chooses to be oblivious too. Like, did he just choose not to acknowledge that his son is hurting? Like, mm-hmm. it could be that, or he's just like, I had no idea. I didn't know this was yeah. going to affect you at all. Like, what? I wonder. I really want to see his point of view one day. Yeah, like, I really want to know what he's thinking because I, I feel agree. like he is such a stoic character. And in yeah. all, I don't know where he's like a big teddy bear. Like, I think a couple. It, like, even Dieter's like, no, he's a big teddy bear. I'm like, how do you know that? Yeah. How do you? How, how can you do this? I need your your eye yeah. of vision. I think like like, we do know that Rand is all of those things because from what people like Eugene say about him Mm -hmm. but like I think when it comes to like Kosuke and stuff like you really see where Rand failed right Mm -hmm. and I think that's that's like really where it's at because Rand is probably a good person he's probably a lot like how Noel used to be all of that but like I think Kosuke Kosuke's one of the, I think Nessa and her eventual demise and Kosuke are two of the biggest examples of how Kos, uh, of how Rand failed mm-hmm. because those are both people that he has let down in his life completely. Honestly, I wouldn't say that Noel is an example of the way Rand failed because Rand, I feel like Noel could be a possible redemption for Rand because he is also like um, mm-hmm. 
a living version of Nessa sometimes too. So it's like, oh, I can make up for what I did to Nessa through you Mm -hmm. essentially. So I wouldn't say that, but I think Kosuke and the way he, and especially in this episode is like, looks so tortured. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's very much an example of how Rand failed. And I think a lot of people saw that. Mm -hmm. I feel like, especially the way Kosuke was so expressive in this episode, I think that really shook people too, because Kosuke is not usually that expressive. I can read him really well, uh, but it's very hard to convince people that, oh, look, his eyebrow moved like 15 <laughs> degrees to the right. So like, this means that blah, blah, blah. But like in this episode, he was being very obvious. And I think this episode too resonated a lot with like older siblings. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're an older sibling. Um, yeah, I am. Um, oh. Second oldest, but I see. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. oh that's what I heard from a lot of people too is that this episode like it sometimes really it really shows the effects that like Mm -hmm. parents putting burdens on their kids do even if they didn't intentionally put those burdens on them like I think a lot of people are like oh but Rand never told Kosuke to do all these things so like that's on Kosuke like are you dumb like are you like actually (laughs) dumb if you don't give your kid attention, of course they're going to resort to anything to get your attention. That's your, still your fault. Like, what is happening here? Yes. And yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I think also, like, I Love You is, like, so much about that sort of thing. And I'm thinking about characters like Maya and Meg because mm-hmm. those are characters that didn't receive validation from the people that they loved. And so they just, you know, they acted really shitty and lashed out and stuff and I think especially Meg I want to focus on that because this episode during like not not this episode this art this party we really saw the effect of what Meg did on her like she couldn't even recognize herself when Eugene was telling her what she did and I think that was like that's like heartbreaking too because Mm -hmm. Meg was like oh my god that's unacceptable like this is gonna haunt her for sure the way she just like completely like lost herself and who she was because she wasn't receiving validation from the people, from literally anyone in her life. Like, who the hell was out mm-hmm. here, like, giving Meg validation? Yeah, and especially after seeing the way, like, her sister has all these different perks in her life and, you know, kind of, I don't know, their personalities are so different from each other. And I feel mm-hmm. like there, there's definitely some favoritism going on oh, in their life. And that's really unfortunate, though, because... You could see it like really affecting any sibling relationship in the mm-hmm. series. I mean, you have that with Kosuke and Noel, and you have her, Meg and Alyssa, and then there's, I don't know, with Shine or Shina with her sister too. I'm like, it affects everybody yeah. really, really poorly. 100%. And I think, um, do you remember that Meg flashback where she talked about like how she became an engineer in the first place? Mm hmm. I, like literally nobody was giving this girl attention it was insane like her parents were like so rude to her Alyssa was taking up all of the attention and like even Eugene herself said it she was like it's very easy to become resentful against Alyssa at that point right yes. because like you know like what, what does Meg have literally nothing this girl is working on her master's degree in engineering and like nobody's out here like noticing her like what are you doing mm-hmm it's oh and I think it like Meg couldn't even recognize herself and like who the person she like became because of that lack of love and attention like mm-hmm. 
And so I think it's really unfair for people to be like, well, Rand never put this pressure on Kosuke. So it's technically Kosuke's fault because he's such a type <laughs> A personality. Like, no, it's not. Like, people don't take things to the extreme for no reason. Yes, there are factors involved. I mean, he has so much in his past and his backstory where it's like, they he was built to be a person who kind of had to be resilient in a different way. And Ooh. sadly, it's affecting his relationships with his siblings, his friends, and to himself, which is really upsetting. I think, oh, I love the way you put it. That was so good. <laughs> <laughs> like, <Thank> he you. <laughs> has... <laughs> I'm really thinking about, um, you know, like the way you were like, oh, he's tried to be resilient in different ways. Because I'm thinking about the part where um, Kim Chi at one point said that given who who's Kosuke's parents were, this is probably the best Kosuke could have turned out. And that Ooh. statement in and of itself, insane. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, chills, right? Literal chills. Oh my God, like what worse could he be? I'm like, oh. <laughs> oh, like... Because Kosuke has the potential to become, like, absolute dog shit. Like, he can become the villain. And I know a lot of people view him as, like, the villain, but I think that's really mm -hmm. stupid. But, like, Kosuke could be ten times worse. You, you're, you're, you're mad that Kosuke snitched on Yui and just told her that, oh, he's going to Oxford? Kosuke could have literally just, like, canceled his application. Like, he could have, like, mm -hmm. he could have, like, made sure that he would not even even have had the chance to go to Oxford. You know what I mean? Like, Kosuke, the power he has had, he could have completely manipulated Noel's affectionate feelings for Kosuke and just completely used that against him to wreck Noel's life. Like, Kosuke yes. could have become so much worse. But the fact that he didn't is insane. And I think there's this one line in 175 that, like, really stuck out to me. He's like, you know, I tried to take care of Noel to the best of my ability, much to my dismay. Like, that's not the exact quote, but like, that's basically what he says. Mm -hmm. He's like, he's like, he was shocked by how he was treating Noel, like how nice he was treating Noel, which I know to us is like, bro, you were literally like abusive. And he was, <laughs> but um, he did try to take care of Noel, which I think, I think a lot of people don't, don't see that too. Like, I think a lot of people got mad when, um, Kosuke asked Soshi to, you know, look after Noel. I think a lot of people are like, this is overstepping. And he is. But I think it's also, like, kind of what Min did at that point. Where, mm -hmm. like, he tried. Like, obviously, Noel at that point didn't like Kosuke. So, like, he, Kosuke couldn't really take care of Noel. So, like, I think we, we really saw how Kosuke sometimes goes out of his way to take care of Noel. Mm -hmm. And I think... I think a lot of people don't see that. Because Noel... Kosuke isn't successful at taking care of Noel. He isn't. Noel gets in trouble yeah. and Noel has not, like, obviously he's, like, so depressed and stuff. Mm -hmm. But I think a lot of people have to understand that, like, this is an unfair position to be in in the first place. Like, why was Kosuke put in this position at all? Like, he should not mm -hmm. have been here. Like, what are we doing? Yeah, like, it wasn't his responsibility in the first place. I'm like, yeah, you're not his parent. You're his brother. I understand there's, like, that big brother figure you can play. But he's but 24! And now I'm like, 24. <laughs> like if he was 30, then maybe, but like this, like, like, especially like now, like is Kosuke not allowed to have like his own life and just like be separate from Noel? And I think that's really interesting too, because um, in this episode, something that was addressed was the underlying impact that Kosuke having to be around Noel had on their relationship. Because I think a lot of people 
um, I see a lot of people say that, uh, oh, Kosuke was never forced to be friends with Noel. Like, why are you acting like you're such a victim, Kosuke, for, you know, being around Noel all the time? Like, Noel just wanted to be your brother. He just wanted to be your friend. Like, you know, mm -hmm. what's the issue here? And I think I get what they're saying, but I also think they're just looking at it from Noel's point of view. Because from mm -hmm. Kosuke's point of view, this was 100% forced. Like, what? Yeah. why would he want to be around his, like, bastard younger brother? Mm -hmm. who is literally the living embodiment of all of the things that are wrong with his family. Like, why would he <laughs> willingly do this? And Kosuke is not obligated to do that either. Like, I'm sorry, but like, Noel does not, Kosuke does not owe Noel his friendship. But I think mm -hmm. because of everything that happened with Rand and all of that, it just kind of ended up being that way. Mm -hmm. And I think, um, like, I, I just, I think I, ugh, it's so hard to tell sometimes too. But like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I love hearing your perspective on it all. Cause like, you know, I used to always be when I first started reading the series and then after like maybe two or three more times, cause I really wanted to invest myself in understanding every character's point of view. Mm -hmm. And a difficult, one, a difficult one I couldn't connect with was Kosuke for the longest time. Yeah. And I really appreciated your analyses on him because it really did open my eyes to understand his perspective and the way his trauma has affected him. Mm -hmm. And so I really appreciate that. And so hearing <laughs> the way you talk about him is like, oh, thank you for like opening my eyes a bit more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel like, oh, I like have to, I'm like, am I actually being delusional right now? But like, I'm not. It's just like, I think it's so much easier too to see things from Noah's point of view because Noah, I think, was the ultimate victim in all of this, right? Like, this man didn't even ask to be here. Like, what are we doing? Yeah, he could have stayed in Ireland. I don't know if that's yeah. where they originally came from. Like, he could have stayed there, but something brought them there. And yeah. more likely it was Rand. Mm -hmm. And yeah, he's like, I didn't force you to do this, but you forced them all to come here. Gave them like this hope that they were all going to be a happy family. And then no, you yeah. tie each other together. Like something came up where it was like, no, you you caused the mess here. Yeah. Like, this is a mess. This is a mess. <laughs> and, he, and Rand didn't even recognize the other half of the mess, like, until just now. And, like, that mess was able to just manifest into really dark and awful things. Mm -hmm. And, like, Kosuke did abuse Noel. I'm not saying that he didn't, obviously. Like, who the hell is arguing that he didn't? But I think a lot of people need to understand that most of the abuse that Kosuke did was when he was child or a teenager and like I mean maybe it's because like I'm a teenager now so I'm able to understand that more but mm -hmm. like you're still a baby you don't know what the hell is happening like all the time <laughs> like you still want your parents validation even if you're being an asshole like you still want them you know mm -hmm. in your life and so for like I think I think a lot of people don't realize that Noel was forced upon Kosuke in ways that aren't direct and so I mm -hmm. think they think that Kosuke is being uncharitable to Noel when yeah. none of this has to do with Noel as a person or as a character. It just has to do with the figure of Noel and of Noel, mm -hmm. of what Noel represents, essentially. Mm -hmm. And so I think people need to understand that Kosuke was done very dirty by the way Noel was handled because yeah. he was like, he was just introduced, like, oh, hi, like, um, your father's like real loved son, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and, nonsense. And yes. then. Rand never cared about Kosuke, so Kosuke thought that, oh, sharing means that Noel gets everything and I don't get anything. Mm -hmm. Like, that's exactly what happened. Like, Kosuke didn't get any of, like, Noel's attention and stuff. Like, so 
Uh, I, I, uh, I'm also thinking about the fact that, like, during his own graduation, the attention was not on Kosuke. Like, yes. they were fighting over Nessa and Noel. Like, that, when mm-hmm. I saw that, like, I was like, oh, this poor kid. Like, this man. Yeah. Uh, uh, sp- oh, my gosh. I understand it, though. Like, you know, I'm a person who, like, probably has dealt with things like that in their own personal lives where mm-hmm. they have seen families break apart because of certain circumstances that lead to like illegitimate mm-hmm. children and yeah. it's like a very very like very sensitive area where it's like you know they think they're in the right place in the right time mm-hmm. the person who's kind of committing all the adultery uh-huh. but they're so oblivious to what's going on around them like they're only thinking about like all about me I didn't think about my children this uh-huh. child this woman and this woman like everyone yeah. just gets tied in and they're like oh well I didn't, I didn't know this was going to happen like you telling me you weren't aware of other people's feelings and only yours was considered yeah. and all this like that's and ridiculous <laughs> and I can't believe it's taken Rand like 24 years to ask Kosuke hey how do you feel about the fact that I literally had an illegitimate son and then neglected you for like 24 years because of that like yeah and it just sneaks <laughs> up on him like that like I feel so bad because like Noel is like you're a victim of unfortunate timing Mm-hmm. constantly it's always unfortunate yeah. timing for him and even here this moment like I don't even know how sensitive of a moment you can make it more other than Rand just kind of telling Kosuke and I guess not just striking him upon him like that like you're oh, there's a there's a boy here he's my son <laughs> <laughs> instead he, he's not even there in this encounter at least I don't notice yeah. like yeah <laughs> It's just, like, so bizarre. Like, how did we get to this point where you have to ask your son, like, 24 years later that, like, like, what? Like, (laughs) Rand in this episode was like, oh, my God. Like, I just wanted to hope that you guys would get along. Like, sir, there have been red flags from the beginning. Literally, Kosuke's entire friend group knows that he doesn't like Noel. Yes. Like, all of them know. Did he just think his son was a robot this entire time? Like. Like, you don't have feelings. You're just, you're just there. Like, I don't even know. He just didn't consider that. That's so upsetting. And they need therapy. Like, <laughs> no, literally, even Hansige was like, y'all need like therapy. Like what's happening? Yeah. Like get some counseling, family therapy. But then I'm like, if Yui's there, yeah. like she'd probably manipulate the therapist. No, literally. <laughs> they, none of them will be able to heal until Yui is out of the picture. Exactly. And yeah. She terrifies me for oh, some like this mad woman. She's a <laughs> <Literally>. mad woman. <laughs> She's a mad woman, but Kosuke loves her, so that's another another shit show nonsense. <laughs> oh. Uh, like I mean that's his mom and I can see why. I mean, like yeah. that's es- his mother. And- especially if Rand was out of the picture for so long. Like I think mm-hmm. he was probably the only one that he went to for a really long time. Especially yeah. considering that, like, he worked in the corporate world from when he was, like, 12 and stuff. Like, it was probably pretty isolating to not be around, you know, kids your own age and stuff like that. So, like, Yui was probably always around. Yui was always around in those few flashbacks we got, like, with Assistant Jace and stuff. Yui was always around yes. Kosuke. Yes. Yes. And I, I feel like, you know, she pushed Rand over here and Rand mm-hmm. was like, okay, I'm just going to stick over here. And yeah. then- <laughs> <laughs> That's literally what happened. <laughs> 
And he's like, you're just going to stay over there and I'll deal with everything. And, you know, literally he, this was his parental figure all his life. And mm-hmm. regardless of how we can notice, like, this is very poor parenting. We can all see this. That's Tokoske. This was what he was raised to get used to. It's just like with any other person, I think, who's dealt with um, hostile environments or just mm-hmm. the way they're raised. They're like, so getting emotionally manipulated is not normal. And they don't realize that until it's like, you got to go to therapy and you yeah. got to kind of, you know, face that, understand like, wait, this is not okay. Yeah. And he doesn't know that. So unfortunately he, he finds like when he does it unintentionally or intentionally, who knows, um, he finds it okay. Cause that's what he was raised on. Yeah. Usable, but exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Literally. I think he does know what he's doing, but it's like, mm-hmm. it's like, this is what you do. You, we literally told him, right? Like, just do whatever the hell you want. You yes. It. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. When um, I don't even know if this would be even part of the podcast episode. I'll probably tell you later because mm-hmm. it's about his CFO job uh-huh. and Yui's involvement in it. <laughs> yeah, literally. Oh my goodness. She That's not like, even part of this. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> like what? <laughs> oh. Oh no. The the Yui Kosuke relationship. <laughs> It is bonkers, but at least it keeps it interesting. <laughs> it, it does. I mean, that's what adds the drama in the series. Yeah. You know, we, I mean, if she wasn't here, I don't think the series would be able to like hold itself together. Like she yeah. is like a vital part in keeping it. Oh, 100%. A- as horrible as she is, I'm like, you know, you can't have a good series and a good villain sometimes. It's yeah. just like a, yeah. you know, it's, it's very character like driven. I love it. <laughs> yes, it is. It really is super character driven oh also like like in this episode like you just really see that like rand was not around like people that were like oh but remember that one flashback where uh, rand was like oh you want wants and needs kosuke like that's not anything stop that's not parenting like stop that that doesn't count <laughs> what are what that's that's like that's like saying you know like oh i wasn't with my kid all all month but i bought him an xbox though yeah <laughs> like, like stop that's not what this is please stop no because I, I didn't build a fundamental relationship with my kid no i i i got him things for yeah. good <laughs> no, oh gosh yeah. it, it also like makes you wonder how much kosuke got parented period because rand was not there and yui just you know yui was like yui so yes. like who the hell was out here for this man like probably no one mm-hmm. i feel like he fended for himself for a while, I'm sure. Like, you know, mm-hmm. he kind of had to raise himself in a way, which I think is he unfortunate. Un- until he got to college, I think he really mm-hmm. just was on his own, which is why I also, I don't blame young Kosuke for treating Noel like that because you can't get mad when children cross boundaries if their parents never established any in the first place. Like, yes. Kosuke was just like free to do whatever he wanted, was never allowed to process any of his trauma. Like, what did you think was gonna happen? Like, it would just be like snowflakes and flowers and just like a good time? Like, no. Yeah, no. <laughs> like, like Kosuke was forced in this very toxic situation and then was also given no boundaries. So mm-hmm. like, some abuse was bound to happen, my guy. Like, it- yeah, yeah. Ugh. And I mean, that's just another part of their failed parenting is just not teaching your children, you know, real social interaction, you know, like a real fundamental way to interact with people. Like Mm -hmm. that's really, really important in their development. And it's sad that he kind of just learned like, well, there's no boundaries here. 
yeah. I do what I want because literally I was told to do that. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's just so. It's also so tragic, like how many fundamental steps of like growing up that like Kosuke miss, and like mm-hmm. how it manifests today. Because I think with Noah, at least he had his mom for a while. He had Nana. These are these are people in your life that are very important. They teach you, like they make you who you are. Like they really do. Mm-hmm. Um, so the fact that Kosuke just learned things from surviving is mm-hmm. insane. Yes. Because yes. you see how fundamentally broken this man has become and like how he doesn't understand why he is the way he is he's like what why am I so depressed like what's happening like why are people treating me like this why am I like treating others like this like I don't mm-hmm. this is not what <laughs> what is <Yeah>. happening <laughs> like I don't know what to tell you buddy I, I'm here's here's the therapist card like you know yeah. it's like I just I wonder if he just slides them in his wallet <laughs> or in his room like maybe I, if he sees this enough he'll feel like he needs to go <laughs> I feel like seeing Kosuke in therapy would be so interesting because there's just mm-hmm. so much to unpack like where do you even begin like, like that's a whole arc itself at that point yeah like a whole month worth of therapy sessions I hope Just we see like, it though. If yeah. we get it, I hope we see it. I think yes. it would be a real tearjerker, but I think it would be so so emotionally needed, I think, mm-hmm. for Kosuke because like what what is this? Yes. And I don't think he can grow without that, like without yeah. really accepting what he's been dealt with and accepting exactly. that like none of there's no growth that's gonna happen. And I don't think exactly mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like I feel like he he has so much potential to actually redeem himself like I see him and yeah he has his moments but I feel like he has that potential he can do it but is he gonna put in the work it's really the effort because I mean you have all these people who can push him Mm -hmm. same thing like you can't really push someone if they don't want to get help exactly Mm -hmm. I remember when um the Noel flashbacks happened right before the trial and we saw about what Noel's I mean what Kosuke's words did to Noel and I think one of the things that I said all the way back then was that until Kosuke realized that, realizes that he himself was hurt and done dirty by other people, he's not going to accept the fact that he hurt other people too. Like, mm-hmm. because that's where it all comes from, right? Like the way he abused Noel just comes from his own trauma. As he said in this episode, he's like, Noel represents all the things that were wrong with my life. And I just could not accept that. Mm-hmm. And so it'll be really interesting to see the effect that Rand's words have on Kosuke. Because this entire time, he's been treating Noel shittily because Rand didn't love Kosuke. Mm-hmm. So, like, if by saying yeah. this, like, where does Kosuke go from here, you know? And mm-hmm. I think I really like the imagery, too, of the sun rising over Kosuke. Did you yeah. notice that at the last panel? I thought it was Yeah, and it so was sweet. really pretty. I loved it. It's like an eye-opener for him, honestly. Like, he woke up. A little bit yeah sure he's he was like i wonder if this will be key in like getting him some help you know I, like he yeah. realizes i think like, it will like this oh night, gosh this isn't okay <laughs> yeah this night is like full of catalysts so even mm-hmm. if we don't see it directly because with kosuke i feel like he's one of those people that like things don't impact him like directly like right after but they just like show up later in their lives in like weird ways you know, mm-hmm. like that's how that impacts them. Mm-hmm. Because I think Noel's very like one-to-one, you know, where like something will happen and he'll be like, all right, time to do this now. 
Um, but Kosuke yeah. kind of just like he he takes people's words and it like impacts him like at different points in the, of his life. So this might not like directly be like, all right, time to go to therapy. But yeah. like it will definitely like help him in that journey because this is what he's needed to hear and that's what he's wanted to hear for like 24 years right like Mm -hmm. like what yeah and it's like he needs to hear it and he's never heard it yet when he does hear it he's not like happy about it he's just bamboozled he's shocked he's (laughs) (laughs) he's like i had no idea this was a a possibility an option what yes (laughs) yeah and I, I think it just triggers something like it's like a little just a little fire yeah. that could really light something up. I him. agree. I Yeah, that, that's what this night is really a bunch of like little fires. Um, I just oh, I just the sun rising imagery was so nice. Mm-hmm. And Hansuke saying, I think this is a dead end. I was like, oh, my God, stop. <laughs> a literal turning point, not even yes. a literal turning point. Uh, that's such that's so theatrical honestly very like uh i could see this in like in a movie yes. like happening i was like yo you just had your like self-reflection just now <laughs> <laughs> i can like see some like like some of like the beatles in the background like some soft guitar like in the oh oh mm-hmm. just some music give me give me all the atmosphere i need it yes <laughs> like oh <laughs> it was it was so sweet i just like, I, I saw that last panel, and I was like, oh, my God, here we go. Like, a real turning point. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you think they're going to go to the party, or they're just going to go and meet up with um, Yuxing and Meg? Like, I'm really wondering what they're going to try to do. Uh, I think I think they're still looking for Noel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I wonder if they're going to give up, or is he really still going to be like, we're going to go find them. We're going to find them yeah. somewhere. <laughs> and, like... I, I feel don't know, bad but- for Meg because at least like Eugene kind of wanted to be here. Meg just wants to go home. Like, is somebody yeah. give her a ride? Like, what are we doing? I'm getting dragged in all your mess and I'm trying well, to grow here. <laughs> because like Hansuke has Kosuke and um, uh, Eugene is also partly there for Hansuke, but then also for everyone else. Mm-hmm. So like, but what is Meg? Meg's like, I want to go home. Like, <laughs> please just take me home. Like, I don't need to be here. <laughs> Yeah. Speaking of Hansuke and Eugene, you think that um, what do you think Kosuke is gonna be like? Because we obviously saw such a massive impact that Hansuke has on Kosuke's life. Mm-hmm. What do you think he's gonna react to when he finds out that he has Hansuke has been screwing the she devil, as Kosuke calls her? <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> if that's not what was not implied, and I don't know what it was. But honestly, I don't even know, like, like, would he just accept it? It's like, this is it. Like, I can't, I can't fight this. Like, or is he going to really try to retaliate? Like, I feel like he would freak out. Yes. It's like you, you, you woman, (laughs) you touched my cousin. Like, like, I don't even know if he'd get mad at at Hansuke or he'd just you know go ballistic but i feel like he more get on the easings like you knew better like you like i don't know <laughs> i feel like too because like kosuke tells hansuke like everything most of, like he like he knows like sometimes hansuke asks like really profound questions and kosuke is just like you know like like you know what i mean so like mm-hmm. he definitely like have this sort of like relationship and so i think it's kind of like an emotional betrayal for kosuke like how could you do this like what have you been telling 
yes people about me you know yes he is his mole i think that's one of her moles right there this is mm-hmm. uh, 100%. <laughs> and i don't know i feel like he's been pretty open about it too a little bit he's like yeah i was hanging out usually yeah. a little bit like we're always hanging out and everything like my clothes are in her car yeah <laughs> he's like not even trying to hide it and kosuke is like yeah. oh sex <laughs> <laughs> I believe it that's a thing that you do like he's like why couldn't you go to someone else bruh (laughs) like seriously i don't know i mean who wouldn't like it's yujing we're talking about (laughs) like Mm -hmm. she she is just queen energy she's my favorite beautiful like (laughs) i really want um I don't even know if it's going to happen tonight, but I do want Kosuke and Meg to talk at some point, especially after this conversation, because mm-hmm. I think it's like this conversation is like really important for Kosuke's character. And I think it's kind of that sort of catalyst that he needs in the way that like Meg snapping out of it was like her catalyst. So I think it would be really interesting because has anyone even thanked Meg for what she did during the formal? Like, I feel like she was just brushed to the side. Oh, yeah, because she I mean, if she wasn't there. Could have gotten a lot worse than yeah. what happened. Like, yeah, no like, would not have known. No would mm-hmm. not have known without. Yes, and like, I don't like, even know what happened, what could have happened. Like, I don't even want to think about it, what could have happened to Shina. But Meg, right there, she was there and mm-hmm. she said something because she could have saw him and was like, meh, you know, yeah. maybe I'm not thinking, to, but she was like, no, mm-hmm. there's something going on. And then, like, I thought it was super heartbreaking too because she feels guilty about the fact that no. Is going to jail and i'm like girl you're like the last person that should be feeling guilty right mm-hmm. now like you you did great but like nobody's telling her this like yes like i don't does shina like ever thank her about that i don't know if she even knew uh, if they made up a little bit you know mm-hmm. they had like that roman handshake um mm-hmm. and stuff but i like i think i think someone really just needs to confront meg and be like girl you did fine like thank you mm-hmm. <laughs> Like, don't don't be so hard on yourself. Like, mm-hmm. you're doing great, queen. <laughs> yes. And I don't think Eugene can be that person. I think Eugene is kind of like, Meg, you need to build your own confidence, which I think is important. But I don't mm-hmm. think Eugene is kind of, that's not her role, essentially. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if anyone, I mean, Noel could have done it, but he didn't at, at the party. So I'm feeling like if anyone could do it, it's probably Kosuke, especially because he's probably going to be like in a, nice mood not a nice mood but like in a mood where he's not so defensive now yeah he's much more vulnerable now mm-hmm. but like that's probably what he needs to be like when he talks to Meg in this moment like like you, he can connect tell him how, maybe he might open up a little bit about himself who knows and mm-hmm. he'll kind of finally like they'll be equals I yeah that's that's a good way to put it they'll be equals mm-hmm. like finally too because mm-hmm. like really really long time what even was their other relationship but like now yeah. <laughs> I feel like it could literally be like them meeting each other for real like the second time you know mm-hmm. like the first time they really met was in college and then all of that nonsense happened and then now like they're finally meeting again like the sun has risen over Kosuke and the spell has broken over Meg and so like they like see each other again and it's uh, like oh she's not simping anymore she's yes <laughs> growth we love this for her yes. and i think kosuke would totally forgive her like i don't think he cares that much about yeah. like what 
<laughs> I don't I don't even know if that's like someone on his radar. He was yeah. more like just uh, you know, if you stop chasing me, we can talk normally. Like that yeah. would be nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Too for sure. I, I think yeah. he's not in the mood to burn bridges anymore. <laughs> yeah, I, I would think so. <laughs> <laughs> Especially after all of that that's happened mm-hmm. so far. Like I feel like he needs um a support system that's not mm-hmm you know, Yui or his dad. <laughs> yeah. Like, Yikes. <laughs> it could even be Jay, the, yeah, the worker. Like, mm-hmm. like yeah. he could be honest with him. Some, I don't know. It just, he could build relationships. Yeah, he totally person. could. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. I agree. <laughs> um, I don't think um, Rand and, Kos- um, and Yui are not are going to stop, you know, torturing Kosuke, essentially, because that's literally what they're doing. But, mm-hmm. um, I think this will be important for his future growth. You know, like this is not where Kosuke does 180, but it is where he starts to turn around a little bit and mm-hmm. like see things from, like, because he finally heard what he's been wanting to hear for so long. So, like, it's mm-hmm. obviously going to be a turning point, you know? Mm-hmm. That's very crucial for his character. Yeah, they're just, it's baby steps. Yeah. That's the baby steps. Yeah, that's good. I mean, who I want to see just a hint of progress. Because I feel like this man was on the verge of like, literally like dying. I swear to God, like after he got the CFO job, and he was like, driving and just like disassociating, I I thought for sure this man's getting into a car accident. Mm -hmm. And then he was like, like drunk half, half the time, like, he didn't even mm-hmm. process what was happening to Noel. Like, Noel just jumped off the fucking building and, like, mm-hmm. looked at, looked directly at Kosuke. Like, yeah. so much happening right now. I feel like what you said earlier about um, Quinn was saying that he could have been a lot worse than what he is now. And I think that is kind of a hint of what he could have become. Mm-hmm. because it, it, like all that pain could have just ate away at him instead and he could have been so self-destructive mm-hmm. rather than like because he could he could be a brutal antagonist he'd be like no i'm i'm going after all of you because i'm in pain yeah. but then oh, he yeah. could have been like no i'm gonna self-inflict because i can't handle it anymore because he realizes he's not you know progressing the way he wants to because he doesn't know what he wants to do like everyone asks him all the time they're like what do you want to do what That's do you want to do with your point. life Mm-hmm. And like, it's if he, um, because I am impressed that he's been able to like keep himself together. Yeah, he has like an organized life in a, in mm-hmm. a way that functions for him. But he is at a point right now where it's like a quarter life crisis where he's like, yeah. I don't know what I want to do. Like, is this enough for me? It could mm-hmm. it could have been really self destructive if he was just like, I give up. I don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. It's also super concerning, too, because, like, I feel like the higher up he goes, the more he's like, I don't know what I'm doing. What do I want to do? What mm-hmm. is happening anymore? Who am I? Like, mm-hmm. he's having his Mulan moment. Like, what yes. is happening right now? Like, it's, it's, it's concerning, too, because, like, what if he does become the CEO? Mm-hmm. Like, what happens to the Kosuke we know? Mm-hmm. Like, like uh, an imposter syndrome, almost. Yeah. Like I'm not myself. Like I really wonder if he's able to like look past like I don't need to be a businessman just like ran. Like I can be mm-hmm. whoever I want to be. Who is he at that point? Who like, is he? People ask yeah. him this. Remember mm-hmm. his friends were like, 
I think this is such a, like an important motif for Kosuke's character. People are always asking him, like, who are you? Like, what do you want? Like, what do you desire? You know, like, mm. like Noel, Eugene, like literally everybody has asked this man, like, what, what, what is left for you to do as, mm-hmm. you know? And so like, it, it's like something that he's going to have to decide, you know, like his Mulan moment. He has to like figure out what he really wants from this world. Yeah, I feel like he'd be a baker. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that would be lovely. I, I would think okay, he could be a baker because that could be really self fulfilling. <laughs> Make sweets totally. that he thinks are perfect because he's really judgy on most sweets. I think. Yeah, he's like hmm, I'll make them myself. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but even even not even just in a career sense too. I feel like in like mm-hmm. a like a not a spiritual sense but you know what I mean from like yourself like what do you want like why why do you keep chasing this CEO of the Hirahara Corporation dream is it because mm-hmm. you want it do you want it and you're working really hard for it or do you want the love that you think you're gonna get from Rand because mm-hmm. of that like is you know like at some point he's gonna decide he has to decide is this seeking a validation from Rand worth completely losing myself Mm-hmm. Like, is this what I want at this point? Like, you know? Yeah, he's just not living for himself anymore. Yeah. And I think he's he's dedicated a whole, like, I can't imagine when he does, like, it dawns on him where he's like, I wasted I know. years of my life. What am I going to do? Burned bridges, didn't mm-hmm. allow myself to be happy. Like, I couldn't be a kid. Like, he yeah. never let himself be a kid, which is, I think when he could have, if he was able to just live his life like a child, um, he really could have found like what made him passionate. Yeah, and also like I think he, his relationship with Noel was going to be rocky regardless. But I think if they, he was just allowed to be a kid, they could have made amends by now, you know, and be like, mm-hmm. "All right, this is what it is," you know. Yeah, I so wonder he, like if he would get into anime. Like that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. <laughs> That'd be the funniest thing ever I he hits him like, up with the right one he's like dude this I feel is like, lit <laughs> the body pillows and everything I feel like he's you're so right though like he was not allowed to be a kid so I feel like part of his growth is like sort of healing that inner child and just allowing yourself to be a child in a way mm-hmm. like I think it sounds weird to say but I think for people that were forced to grow up too fast something that they have to do later in life is just mm-hmm. allow themselves to rest like do you remember that um one i don't you probably don't but like um there's this like one panel in like episode 142 where somebody asks what do you what's left for you to do if you don't have the hirahara corporation and then mm-hmm. the next panel immediately was the restroom because kosuke was coming out of the restroom but it was cut at the word rest so like what's left for you to do rest and mm-hmm. like is coming out and i think that's part of what he has to do in order to heal it's yeah. just like allow yourself to be a child like explore what you like you know just mm-hmm. like like you don't have to do things for other people all the time you know yeah like you don't have to be so self-serving to everybody you could just yeah like that would just be nice it's just like if the series ended and he was just like i'm just gonna live yeah i'd be happy (laughs) really just like rest bro like it's okay mm -hmm. because i feel like his whole life he's just been running away Mm -hmm. from things towards other things all of it very fleeting so yeah it's like 
just just chill out, bro. Yeah, pain. <laughs> just a whole lot of pain. So, so much pain. <laughs> I think Meg put it so beautifully too when she was telling Yui. She was like, I think I'm gonna start valuing myself more instead of chasing all my time for someone that will never see any value in me. I mm-hmm. thought that was really beautifully said. I think that's what Kosuke needs to do too. Because Rand did not see enough value in Kosuke to try to save him, you know? Because if you were a parent, you're supposed to like risk everything for your child. Like, I'm sorry. Like, that's like what I expect from you. Like, mm-hmm. you, even if like that means like your own death or whatever the hell, like, you have to do risk everything for your child. Mm-hmm. But Rand didn't care enough or value Kosuke enough to do that. So. Mm-hmm you just have to start valuing yourself more and be like, my, you are not worth my time and effort seeking validation. Yeah. It's just not worth it anymore. I feel like a good example whenever he, I think attempted to try to put a boundary, I guess, was whenever he was given cake in that one ah. flashback. And he was like, you know, maybe you shouldn't let him eat so many sweets. How about some vegetables? And then he always just brushes him off. Mm-hmm. And at that point, I'm like, you could have reaffirmed it. Yeah. You know, put your foot down. Like, no, he doesn't eat. You know, he's like, and obviously, like, we know that Kosuke values Rand's word more than anything Yui could ever yes. do. So, like, you could just be like, Kosuke, I prefer, I would like it if you ate those vegetables more. Like, it's not hard. Yeah. Like, stop being a cranky old man. Like, just, like, parent your kid. Like, what? Yeah. I'm like, I don't know. He just, he gave up a lot. And I feel like at that point, as a kid, you would notice, like, okay, well, if he didn't fight for it that much did it really matter like yeah to do it like oh well if you weren't gonna fight for me why am I gonna fight for you Mm -hmm. you know like I don't know if this is worth it anymore yeah and I feel like if you don't put enough effort into something you won't find value or the Mm -hmm. other person won't find value in it so yeah it's about putting like effort like, it has to go both ways, you know? And I think that's mm-hmm. something Kosuke doesn't realize yet, that relationships go both ways. So, like, yes. you can care for them, but they also have to care for you. Mm-hmm. And it can't just be like, oh, but he that's just how he is. Like, this is what our love is. Like, no, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> no. Stop. No, I'm so no. sorry, buddy. <laughs> no. That's, that's not the case. You're going to. Is that what you tell yourself when you abuse Noel? Like, yeah. like please like- stop. It's a two-way street, brother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah. oh my gosh. I don't know how much, um, like, I don't know how much more time they have with Noel to really, is it, it's after this night, right? That he's supposed yeah. to go? Okay. He's, yeah. My I don't know if they're going to reconcile. Like, are they ever going to? I don't, I don't think they're going to reconcile until like way later. Because mm-hmm. first of all, oh yeah, let's talk about that. Because I think, um, First of all, Noel is going on his anti-hero arc. Youngie literally like just died tonight. So this yes. is the start of his like sort of revenge Count of Monte Cristo arc. So mm-hmm. it's really, we're going to see, I think, a lot of Noel pushing back and doing things that are very questionable and stuff like that. Yeah. Because like this was the night basically where we see that shift right uh yongi's gone uh noel is here to take his crown and revenge and all of that and it'll be Mm -hmm. really nice to see but also at the same time i think now because of this catalyst this is the actual turning point for kosuke because now he's going to take a step back a little bit 
and reassess the things in his life and definitely the way he treated Noel and all of that. So it's going to be really interesting to see because for a really long time, it was Noel that made the effort to reach out to Kosuke. Mm -hmm. And Kosuke was the one who kind of manipulated and abused and all of that and sabotaged Mm -hmm. Noel. So it'll be really interesting to kind of see it be the other way around. Because I do think it will be be like the other way around a little bit. Yes, it's like... um... Like you poke the bull or the tiger or whatever, and you don't expect them to just, you know, lash out. Yeah. Like he's going to lash out and, you know, mm-hmm. you, we're going to be seeing a lot of like maybe Cole, not Cole, Cole Kosuke, <laughs> 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 the sibling. Like, <laughs> the, mm-hmm. um, it'll be interesting to see Kosuke kind of like reaching out a bit more and yeah. I, I he might be more sensitive to it, I think. Exactly. You know, when he sees Noel, like, is this how it was for you? Like, mm-hmm. it would be really nice to see some, like, emotional, like, literacy here where he's just like, wait a minute. That kind of yeah. hurt a little bit. <laughs> I think also it'll be, like, really tragic as the reader to watch this, like, train wreck. Because mm-hmm. I think Kosky's definitely going to make more of an effort at some point to be more vulnerable to Noel as, like, apology um, like I'm waving the white flag. I'm sorry, bro. Like I screwed up. I understand all of that. And I was like, no, fuck you. I'm gonna literally ruin yeah. your life. <laughs> and I'm like, I can see it both ways, though. It's like, yeah. A, I'm like, I could get it. I mean, I would get tired of someone, you oh, know, 100%. lashing out on me constantly. And at some point, I would get tired of it. Yeah. And it would be disappointing to see like Kosuke being like, oh, well, it's not working. What am I doing wrong? It's like, maybe give him time. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's just, oh, it's going to be very yeah, sad to watch. Spicy, too. I think. Because There's going to be, like, oh, a confrontation. Mm, 100%. <laughs> what, it's, oh, yeah, I feel like Kosuke would totally be, like, oh, like, finally confronting him because he's confronting his own like inner demons and trauma and stuff and he's like yo I'm sorry this really had nothing to do with you I should not have done that that was very irresponsible of me but I was also set up to fail because I was a child and I was hurting and what I did was still unacceptable and all mm-hmm. of that um, because you can tell that Kosuke sometimes does occasionally for a few glimpses because he doesn't <laughs> he's not happy here he doesn't like the path that he's on he just doesn't mm-hmm. know like how to get off or even if he could like like today was he just figured out there was a possibility that his dad loved him okay so yeah. like baby steps <laughs> we'll get there a um, tragedy <laughs> yeah so like it's it's very much like oh no like obviously lashing out finally and we love to see it standing his ground and all of that he's Kosuke is definitely losing Noel's trust and mm-hmm. I mean, and Noel literally said, like, I'll be your villain. Like, I can make your life so much worse. Like, yeah. I'm tired, you know, like, screw you. Mm-hmm. And I think now, too, like, Kosuke was like, yeah, okay, my bad. Whoops. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yikes. Uh, and then I think he'll start to do his, like, his arc, you know, where he starts to, like, redeem himself one by one. But it's going to be really interesting because it's going to be really hard for Kosuke. It's going to be an uphill battle now. Like, mm-hmm. I think before redeeming could have just been, like, a regular path. Like, yo, I'm sorry. You know, that was unacceptable. But now mm-hmm. that Noel has officially reached his breaking point, mm-hmm. it's going to be an uphill battle for Kosuke because Noel's going to make it really hard for him to, you know, He's like, I'm not forgiving you. Screw you. Like, I'm going to go hurt you. Like, yeah. I'm going to take advantage of your new vulnerability, you know? Mm-hmm. 
Like that would be really interesting though to see like mm-hmm. a whole dynamic shift. Like the turntables. Yes. <laughs> or the oh, how the tables have turned or the <laughs> the shoe was like, on the other foot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like uh, it'll be so competitive though, but mm-hmm. I'm excited for it. I'm excited to see development on both ends. Yes. So I'm like, it it can be positive. It yeah. Will be. <laughs> it, it's just stressful too. Like I don't think it's gonna be satisfying in the way people expect it. Like, yes, Noel, get mm-hmm. your revenge. I feel it's gonna be like, oh no, please don't do this. I'm sorry. Like I get it, but also like this is not what's yes. gonna help both of you. <laughs> like I know it's gonna hurt the readers a lot because yeah. it's gonna be a lot of like oh you're siding with this guy now like no guys we're we're going through the motions here yes kind of needed. <laughs> I know. Uh. it's like what did you expect and was it going to be healthy <laughs> it's going to be a while before we get to that <laughs> yes <laughs> oh, oh it's oh i'm already like gonna cry because it's so it's so painful because especially um after season 2.1 is kind of like kosuke's season so you get a lot of shina and but it's also a lot of it is close case centered so i think we'll get we're getting a lot of his flashbacks and like perspectives and things and then to watch at the same time noel mm-hmm. do what he does it's like oh it's like cringing you know it's like watching a train wreck it's like what is happening it's like no stop doing that <laughs> like oh like, oh i get it sir but like oh my god please like i don't even know how like shinna's gonna be tied into all of this too because yeah. she's such a a big figure in both their lives mm-hmm. and I don't know if she's like is she gonna find something uncomfortable that Noel does or is she gonna start mm-hmm. finding what Kosuke is doing like oh this is a whole different side of you like I have mm-hmm. no idea I have no idea or is she gonna be the one to be like no you guys need to talk I'm gonna lock in a closet You're I talk. hope she does oh. <laughs> like, yeah I think Shanna really does play that role of like mm-hmm. the intermediary between the two of them Mm-hmm. which i think is interesting but also like i hope she gets her happiness but she doesn't deserve yes it. i would like for her to be able to like maybe if they do reconcile she's able to see that and kind of be able to like implement that in her own life like see i can reconcile with my inner self because i know she kind of mm-hmm. has a hard relationship with herself or mm-hmm. with her i don't know if that's her sister it could be a fake it could be a phony or it's her actual <laughs> sister <laughs> <laughs> or with her own conflict like her mm-hmm. mom like yeah. her, or like it could just be a really cool like I'm really thinking thing. about the part where she saw her younger self and like the scar when she's yes. beating the bear up and she's like we both know nothing has been resolved so I think mm-hmm. it's going to be a lot of opening up new wounds especially when the world finds out what Alyssa did to Shana uh, I'm so ready for that though that's gonna I'm be like... a big deal <laughs> yeah I've been waiting for that. Like, when are they going to find out? I really mm-hmm. wonder if, I don't even think that Alyssa is going to be the one to say anything. You know, it's going to yeah. be. Oh, it's not. It's going to be like Eugene. No. Yeah. Like, Someone's going to, it's going to be and a gossip Shana, panel. Yeah. Shanna's <laughs> going to play like a big role in that too. So mm-hmm. it's like reopening old wounds that you thought healed properly, but they didn't. Yes. And honestly, Alyssa needs to confront it. Like, I feel like she pushed her and then ran away. Like, she just was like, I'm not at school no more. I'm an idol now. Like, excuse me. Like, can you say sorry? Like, what? Yeah. Like, I don't think it's been confirmed, right, that she pushed her. But we all know she did it. We're like... Half of it is the fact that she pushed her. But also, the other half is, like, the emotional betrayal of that. Because they were, like, best Mm -hmm. friends. Yeah. what the heck are you doing? Yeah. And you don't even acknowledge it. You just look at her and act like nothing happened like you didn't do yeah yeah you didn't do nothing excuse me especially just... if like shinna and noel like 
like really start to have feelings for each other and like act on them and stuff like that, Alyssa is gonna be like, oh my god. Oh. But then yeah. also Alyssa has feelings for Kosuke, and then Kunol's gonna think that like Kosuke took Alyssa from him and it's like a fucking mess. Yes, it's just, I don't even think, like, you know, Noel could like run off the planet. Would she even notice Alyssa? I don't think so. She'd be like, think... oh, where's Kosuke? Yes, like, excuse me. <laughs> girl. I can't stand her. <laughs> I literally can't. When Kosuke put her in her place during the party, I was laughing. It's, it's also funny because he's the last person I'd expect. Like, I didn't think he mm-hmm. should do it. It was so funny. I think she was kind of doing what Meg used to do. You that's know, a good point. That's a really yeah. He's good like, point. I'm tired of this. Quit following me. Like you're just yeah. like your sister or something like that. And you're like, <gasps> <laughs> I think um, definitely. It's it's kind of it has to do with the fact of what like Yui's doing, right? Like Yui's taking advantage of Alyssa, but mm-hmm. I think at the same time it's like the opposite of what she's doing to Meg because before Yui did what she did to make sure that Kosuke never had feelings for Meg or things like that, right? Mm-hmm. But right now she's doing, Yui is like manipulating Alyssa because she wants Alyssa and Kosuke to be together. Like even during the formal, she's always putting in a good word for Alyssa mm-hmm. and things like that. So she's like doing work behind the scenes yeah. to try to let this happen. So it's kind of just like, can you not? Yeah. Like, <laughs> why? Her poor son just being like, Mom, I don't want any of these women. Why do you keep pushing I'm scared. I'm scared because after the time skip, right? Like, he's only going to get older. So, like, and yeah. he's going to have... And Rand said he has to get married, like, yes. way early on. So, like, it's going to be Alyssa. Like, and I hate it because Noel's going to be like, you're seriously, like, going to marry yes. my, like, ex, you fucking psycho. And but then there's, course- like, Alyssa with her freaking sister who she knows yes! how Meg feels about Kosuke and, like... And I don't think she's getting over him. Like, I don't think it's the oh. sort of thing where it's, like, you just... Because I don't think what Meg had for him is infatuation. Like, I think it looks like that, but I think mm-hmm. it's, it's... it's I feel like it's deeper than that. So mm-hmm. I feel like it's going to look like Meg is over him, but, like, she's really not. It's kind of like what Nolan should have, like, that sort of push and pull right now. Yes. And so, like, I just... I can't believe Alyssa would do that because, like, Meg is her best friend. Like, we obviously see how Alyssa treats her best friends. So... Yeah. Yeah. Like, what? Like, your own sister, too? Like, what? She's going to come to your wedding? Like, mm-hmm. your sister? Like, what? What? She's going to make her, like, the maid of honor. She's really oh going to rub it in God. her face. Like, I... Oh. Like, I, I would... Be, if I was at that wedding, I'd be mm. like, we're throwing hands right now. We're going to... Yeah. <laughs> <Literally>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because, like... Alyssa knew, Alyssa knew what Meg felt like and never stopped Meg from embarrassing herself. Yes, she just let it happen. Like, that's such she... a betrayal of trust. Like, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. If your sibling's acting like a psycho, it's your job to like stop them. Like, hello. Yeah. And, like, she just did it. Because she knew she was like, I want him. Yeah. I have to have him. So I'm going to let you do whatever you can. And it's so manipulative. Like, oh, it's like, it's like literally me and Yui. Like, can we not mm-hmm. do this right now? That's so gross, though. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like I just, uh. I feel like, okay, I used to, I, I still do. I watch a lot of these like mother-in-law, like toxic <laughs> mother-in-law videos. And like, Yui is essentially just no, wanting literally. to be in a relationship with her own son. But she's like, no, I'm just going to implant this yes, woman. Bingo, like, bingo. Alyssa <laughs> like, is like literally her pawn. 
Mm-hmm. Because like, like no so no other woman could date my son except like me or whatever the fuck this mm-hmm. fucking weirdo. Oh yeah, Ew, it's so and, bad. Yeah, now I've got like shivers thinking about oh, that. Like, I hate it. It's like, so <laughs> much control over your son's life. Like, can you not mm-hmm. do this? Also, like that's like partly why I am conflicted. Where I'm like, I want Kosuke and Meg to have a relationship because I think they would be good for each other. Mm-hmm. And like understand each other, but also at the same time, like for poor Meg's sake, I feel like if Meg and Kosuke become closer, like Alyssa's gonna lose her shit. She's gonna like kill that poor woman. Like, oh, I know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's blood about to be drawn here. Literally, because gonna... <laughs> they're all psychos. Like, what is happening? Oh, I mean, she's she's got a lot of. I mean, Meg's got a lot of resilience to have dealt with Yui mm-hmm. for that long. Honestly, because I'm like, yeah. I wouldn't have lasted a second. <laughs> Mm-mm. Nope. Mm-mm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was so good talking about all this, though. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like we really went on, though. Like, we were like, yeah, let's yes. get into it. <laughs> yes. We just dove right in. There's yes. so much to talk about. It's so oh. fun. It's so good. There's so much that yes. I, I wish I could talk about more, but I don't know a uh-huh. lot of like, in my personal life, like, I don't know a lot of people, like, enough people to, who have read everything, mm-hmm. like, too fast pass, like, you know, yeah. like, I know someone who's like, oh, I read it, but I'm, like, up to, like, chapter 130 or something like mm-hmm. that, like, what? What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a big commitment, for sure. Mm-hmm. I will say That's, that. So I'm just happy. I was like, oh, I know. It's chewy. <laughs> it's so fun. Oh, I will never shut up about it. I really can't <laughs> wait to talk to you after the balcony scene, because I feel like we're going to have mm-hmm. so much to unpack there. Oh. I'm, I'm so excited like, if that scene happens what I said it's like oh that's not who I was looking at <laughs> I, I, that'd be gold I would just be like oh I could Literally. die happy <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I'm so excited just, uh, but like we're finally reaching something with I love you you know like all of the things mm-hmm. that were culminating they, they really came to fruition tonight oh. yes everything just kind of it's boiling mm-hmm. it's boiling I want to see it overflow and like just Yes. The mess. I want, yes. I want, I want chaos. Mess. I want it all. <laughs> yes. The tea. <laughs> oh my gosh. But I am so happy that you had me on here. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I'm so happy to have you too. Oh. Do you want to plug any of your socials? Uh, sure. So the I have the Toon Balloon podcast and essentially I'm on Twitter, Instagram, um, and TikTok. Um, mm-hmm. They're all the Toon Balloon. I got really lucky to have the same handle for everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can listen to the podcast on SoundCloud, Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, any platform you could think of. Uh, but yeah, mm-hmm. thank you for having me. Thank you for coming. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it for today's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed our discussion of episode 175 and my conversation with Gooby. I love her. Oh my gosh. It was so fun, (laughs) and I hope you guys had fun listening as well. And as always, I hope to see you guys next week for more. Bye!